Welcome to the Soul to Earth podcast. I am your host, Carrie Koss, a psychic, energy healer, and spiritual teacher. My intention in creating this podcast is to support soul seekers, light workers, energy healers, and star seeds in opening up to your spiritual gifts, making the supernatural more natural. Let's get enlightened. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is such an incredible week. I love the beginning of spring. Isn't it exciting? You can feel the energy shifts occurring. I love also on a physical level seeing all the blossoms coming out and the trees shifting and the activation of going from dormant winter vibrational energy into spring, which is, of course, new life beginnings and fresh starts. So with that being said, the topic of today's podcast is actually one that I'm a tiny bit nervous about. I'm going to be honest. This is a topic that as I uh, made the commitment in the beginning, when I created this podcast, I was here to make the supernatural more natural. And one of the things I need to call myself out on is the fact that I have been holding back some of my own supernatural stories. Probably, if I'm being honest, I wanted to warm up my audience a little more, get people used to my style of communicating, my work as a healer and a psychic and a spiritual mentor and a coach. And some of the topics that I have wanted to talk about, I thought, well, I'll give that a little more time. I'm not going to do that right away. But as is true to tell, I am very committed to my spiritual path and to integrity and honesty and transparency. And so because of that, I need to bring you this story. This story comes from my own background, my own experience, and my own I guess you could call it my own growth and ascension. What I'm going to share with you is actually a just a little tidbit of what it's like to begin to open up your spiritual sight and abilities and senses. This can happen for all of us and it's available to all of us should we decide that we want to open up and become more aware of what the world of spirit has to offer us. So what are we going to talk about today? You're wondering, aren't you? Today, we're going to talk about Sasquatch. Yes, that's right. You heard it. Sasquatch. Also known as the Yeti, Bigfoot, and there's probably a lot of other names that the Sasquatch has been known for um, across the world, really. But for me, that is the name that resonates with me the most, but it also resonates with the Sasquatch that I communicate with. Yes, I communicate with Sasquatch. So before I begin this story, I want to give you a little bit of background about how this all happened for me. So the first thing I have to let you guys know or remind you is that as you know, I live in the Pacific Northwest. Really, some of the most 
well-known and famous sightings of physical Sasquatch has occurred here. And also a lot of, I would say, investigators from, you probably see them, but the Sci-Fi Channel have come to Oregon and Washington looking for Sasquatch. And there's just amazing amount of mystery and intrigue and interest connected in with this incredible being. And I'm going to refer to them as a being. Not an animal, not a creature, but a being. So let me give you a little bit of background of how I began connecting with Sasquatch. So you understand a little bit of the lay of the land for me. So first of all, as everybody knows, I've been doing psychic readings for over 25 years. And also I teach how to do psychic readings to students as well as my coaching clients as a byproduct of working through people, their people's issues and blocks and things that hold people back and programming, you naturally start to open up your intuitive abilities, which also include your spiritual sight and things like being able to have uh, tune into energies around you, connect with spirit, and that also includes guides, beings, things of that nature. So that's really my wheelhouse. So my entire adult life, I've always sensed and had uh, an awareness of, you know, I would call them angels, guides, um, beings around me. I definitely have a very um, strength when it comes to mediumship, so I often can connect with people's deceased loved ones, things like that. So, but I really believe that my framework for what I have allowed myself to experience has really been influenced by my own beliefs and therefore connecting with things that are much more of the paranormal nature or the supernatural nature that aren't as common were not things that I was open to or even interacted with on a conscious level. So I should preface that by saying this, okay? So here's how it went. A year and a half ago, I was in the middle of doing a psychic reading. And mind you, I have a private Facebook group, which is titled The Prosperous Priestess. And it's a spiritual development group to help people get in alignment and open up to their spiritual gifts, but also really align with abundance and prosperity. And it's all about femme healing and empowerment. So, but I do occasionally do complimentary intuitive readings there. So I was actually doing readings with one of my students as my side chair. That's what I like to call them is when we're doing it together where she's, I had a side chair with me. So one of our um, group members uh, asked to be read. And so as normal, I began the reading. And with that, I tuned into her energy And this can entail a lot of things. I think many of you have already heard me do readings before. I can definitely get in touch with, um, you know, people's spirit guides and um, their family members, um, their children. Different things can come up as a result of this. But in this particular reading, it was a little bit different. I noticed right away and I felt that in this woman's reading that there was this very large presence Um, that came into the space for me to read her. And so I began to, began to tune in to this, this energy, this 
being as I do with every single other reading I do. I often have connected with archangels. I've connected with people's, um, you know, lost pets, all sorts of things. So I tuned in and then I knew right away this frequency was different. And right away, I knew it was there was a Sasquatch being there. So the being, the, the soul, the spirit of the Sasquatch came into view and started giving me messages. How I break this down, more will be discussed over time. And if you're ever interested in developing your abilities, please let me know. But I'm going to go ahead and move forward in the story on this particular, on this particular episode. So I had a feeling that this was Sasquatch. And so I started to give her the message and the information from this being, this Sasquatch. And from, if memory serves, I, it was a male Sasquatch and that it was a guide of hers. And it gave her a message about connecting with the earth and grounding and healing and a lot of really validating information. And as we always do with our readings, um, I definitely got the um, information that um, from the sitter that this reading actually was so accurate for her. In fact, she said to me, I remember her saying, oh, I always have had a Sasquatch guide. I was obsessed with Sasquatch when I was young. I had a Sasquatch backpack when I was a kid. I've always loved them and I really need to connect in with nature and the earth because that's often the message that they bring through validation, 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 which is always part of, you know, the work I do is again, just being validated. And again, I do not censor what I see, sense and feel when I read someone, I just completely give them the information that is coming through. So let's fast forward. I completely forgot about that reading. And uh, two days later, about two days later, I was outside sitting on my back deck. Now my back deck faces a beautiful mountain, which is about an hour and a half from where I live. It's called Mount Hood. And, um, you know, it's a really, it's an, you know, a beautiful part of the country. It's absolutely stunning. And there's, I have, I live in a really wooded area and it's, you know, sort of high above in the hills in Portland. It's just fantastic. So it's definitely um, beautiful, fertile ground. So I was meditating there and, um, you know, just tuning in, getting messages for myself. It was just about my own work and healing work on myself. And all of a sudden I felt this presence, this energy um, on the deck with me. And I felt this frequency of a very large being. And right away I started tuning in. And that's when, like I say, my clairvoyance kicked in. And the way it works for me, just to break it down a little bit, I started getting a lot of like pictures and visions and images in my third eye. So that's your clairvoyance center, your sixth chakra. And right away I knew, I said, there's a being here and it's a large being and it's, and then I began to get pictures and I could make out the images of this being. And in that moment, I knew I was having my own Sasquatch experience. So here's how it went for me and what made it so unique. The first thing I have to tell you is that on an energy vibration feeling level, I felt so much love. I felt such a strong connection to my heart and a really like a healing frequency coming through 
into my space. It was incredible. And I began to make note of information about this particular being. And I felt right away it was a female. And she was actually very large, I would say probably about seven feet in nature. And the way it comes for me, it's more of a holographic image um, and a like an outline and a sense. And I knew she looked like she was really like a beautiful, deep orange color. And then what happened was, and later I found out that this is actually a lot of other people also communicate with Sasquatch, especially on a psychic and a telepathic level and on an energetic level. And they have a lot of the same experiences that they don't so much hear um, on an auditory level, like clairaudient wise messages, and they don't talk at you. Mainly they're, they telepath to you. They send you information, kind of like a signal, like a sonar signal. And she started, um, I tuned into her and wanted to find out what her name was. And so she started with her hands making this gesture, like she was making the gesture of waves. Like she was showing me how, what a wave does up and down and up and down and up and down. And then she telepathed me that her name was Tula, T-U-L-A. And from there, I was just much more into the experience of the interaction. There wasn't a lot of communication. There wasn't a lot of chatter. But there was mainly this really deep sense of familiarity for me. And also a deep resonance of the heart. As though this being had the most large heart And I actually found myself really getting emotional and teary-eyed and feeling like I was sitting next to my oldest friend. And then she came closer to me physically with her energy and I felt her almost brush up against my shoulder. And I just felt a sense of calmness and well-being and tranquility. And sat with that for a time. And then she left and it was over. It was such a beautiful interaction and it came out of nowhere. It wasn't as though I was thinking about Sasquatch. It wasn't as though I just watched a documentary. It wasn't as though I just heard someone else tell their story. It was completely my own experience. Pure, beautiful, and gorgeous. A couple of days later, I was inside the house in my living room, which is actually adjacent to the um, deck that I mentioned, and I was sitting in meditation. And all of a sudden again, I felt, felt Tula come into the room where I was. And it was as if she was projecting herself into this room. So it's not people say, oh, did she physically come? Well, no, she projected her energy into this space, which is often how a lot of intentional beings move in places. They project their energy into a location. I will tell you, this is not something new and this is not something so fantastical. Actually, the CIA uses this type of uh, psychic uh, ability to spy on other countries and to gain intel on and secret information about this. And it's known as remote viewing or biolocating. Look it up. It is 
actually <laughs> an incredible thing. And it's a real practice that there are many professionals who are hired to do this, to do things like find missing children, spy on other countries, things like that. So she, in this case, and on that day, she came into the room with me. And again, she, she sat by me and just connected with me. And again, I had this ever, this ever clear presence of her heart and how connected she is to her heart chakra and her to her loving vibration and frequency to this amazing, magical, incredible, clear um, understanding of me as a person. And, uh, and I felt like I was in such good care. In no way did I feel threatened. And I have to say that I have a very good inner like protection system when it comes to any kind of beings or, um, you know, uh, I have a lot of very good foundation and a fortification system. So stuff does not get through to my space. I teach this and I've been doing it for a long time. So I have to feel really stable in that way. So the next thing that happened was really incredible. And so what happened from there is she touched my shoulder and all of a sudden, and that's if she asked me permission, if she could show me something. And I felt my spirit being, uh, my light body going out of my, going on a trip, going out of my living room and then floating above the valley in which I live, you know, above. And she then brought me and kind of flew me over to the Columbia River, which is in Oregon. And it is a very well-known and famous uh, river where there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history with Native American tribes who lived in this area and really built their entire lives around you know, um, being able to fish and trade and game. And that was all taken away from them little by little and then over time throughout history. So there's a lot of trauma there. So what Tula showed me was that she asked if I could do healing work on this area and that I, if I could do energy work to be able to clear some of the really heavy trauma that was there based on all of the manipulation of the Native American tribes, but also just how the land has been mistreated and the waters have been mistreated. And so I took note of that and I did some energy healing as it, as, as she had asked me to do. And it was just like this beautiful exchange of intention, agreement and healing that she and I shared together. And then she just brought me back, like as if a guide, as if we went on a little trip and back to my body and then I thanked her. And since then, I feel as though she comes around me when she knows I need to feel really grounded in my spirituality. Because let's be honest, sometimes life here, uh, the bridge between the supernatural and the natural, if you're very open and you've been working on your abilities it can be tough sometimes. It's tough for all of us anyway, but also just being able to connect in and be a spiritual teacher to be able to share and help others on their journey. It's a certain kind of unique skill set that is definitely 
an incredible thing to develop, but sometimes it's a little bit disorientating and a little isolating because obviously most of the world is not awake. (laughs) So she really serves as a guide for me as a, I would say a loving friend, a mentor and someone that watches out for me. And since then she's introduced me to a few other beings that I consider to be in her Sasquatch family clan she has another um, Sasquatch named Cal. He calls himself Callahan, and um, so I've connected with him. And he's a totally different color and a different frequency, and he's definitely more of like the Big Brother vibration. But after this happened to me, I began investigating and just getting so curious of like other people had had this experience, what people's experience was, and. Um, if this was real, if I was, you know, and I don't even believe that anything anymore when I go into that line of thinking about if things are real or not, but I really wanted to ground this in and understand it. And so what I found is that there are so many people that have had these kind of special experiences with Sasquatch all over the world. So it's not just a matter of, oh, you see this big, elusive, enigmatic, uh, uh, bipedal like being that is in forested areas and people have all kinds of you know mysteries shrouding them and all types of things um, that have gone on for hundreds of years if not more but really what I consider them to be and what I understand that a lot of people believe them to be is that they are very ancient wise beings and they have been on this earth for a very long time and I also really believe that they're incredibly connected to the supernatural world and also um, even further than that into the interdimensional world. And so they really are here to act as guides, mentors, and as protectors of us. The only problem is that we have now turned that away completely and we hunt them. We um, try to capture them. We're all about the physical experience rather than them being a guide or a frequent uh, frequency and a frequent friend and someone that you can count on. I really, a lot of people ask me, are they like an elemental being or are they like fairies? Are they like gnomes? Are they like tree people or all these other beings that I've connected with? And I kind of put them in their own category. I really look at them as a liaison between the natural and the ethereal, and that they're an amazing bridge between these two spaces. And they are really beautiful stories told all about them. And so my suggestion to you is, if you would really like to connect with Sasquatch, the biggest thing that is needed is that you come with an open, gentle, aligned heart. And then you're doing it from the sincerity of your of your divine nature and that you only want to connect with that vibration of divine love and when you start opening up to that and then following your intuition and your inner guidance about how to connect with them see what messages you receive many people i know who are also in touch with i would consider to be the spiritual side of sasquatch often have a lot of wonderful things they do in nature in forested areas where they might physically show up where they leave them different things such as um, food um, maybe some 
sacred sort of, uh, oh, trinkets that are yours, just showing reverence and respect and kind of like a trade or a ceremony and, and being able to engage with them in that way. I also know that there are people, especially I know in my neck of the woods in the Northwest, where they um, have a lot more interaction with Sasquatch than I do and have so much to share and tell us about them and just how incredible they are. And so I hope my sharing my story and coming really out of my spiritual comfort zone maybe inspires you to open up to more possibilities of what's going on all around you. We're so sidetracked by things that go on around us in the physical that we forget about the sublime and the subtle nature and the frequency of the spiritual. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and especially this incredible story of Sasquatch. And next time you're out in the woods, just close your eyes, tune in, ground and ask the spirits of nature and of Sasquatch to open up your heart and gently connect with you and share their story with you. All right, guys, we will see you in the next episode. Take care.